podcast listeners, welcome to Good Vibes in 5. I'm your host, Tiffany Carlson. Spring has finally arrived here in North Dakota, and the temperatures are warming up too. As classroom teachers, this means our classroom engagement game needs to be amped up a notch or two to keep our students focused and learning. Today, we are chatting with a couple of rock star teachers from Richland Elementary about classroom engagement. Amanda, please tell the listeners a bit about yourselves. Hi, I'm Jill Harris. I teach fifth and sixth grade at Richland 44. I teach math and science. I've been teaching for 16 years, um, the first five years of those in Title I math and reading. Hi, I'm Amanda Jacobson. I teach first grade here at Richland Elementary. This is my first year at Richland Elementary, but um, my eighth year teaching, and I've always been in primary classrooms. All right. Well, thank you for joining me. Um, Both of you have taken part in Dr. Feldman's Improving Academic Literacy Training. And in that training, he focuses focuses in on the importance of all students being engaged at all times. Um, One strategy he talks about is precision partnering. Can you tell us a bit about how that works in your classrooms? Um, yeah, I use precision partnering. I, I pair my students according to their abilities. Um, it really gives um, each, each kid just a really good chance to um, learn from each other. Uh, we use a lot of different strategies like the agree and disagree with each other strategy, um, paraphrasing, and they know their roles. I use peanut butter and jelly roles, so I would ask, you know, peanut butters, can you turn to the jellies and explain, you know, your thinking? And so it gives them a chance to stay engaged and have conversations with their peers. Absolutely. Um, we also do precision partnering in the fifth and sixth grade classroom. Um, I try to rearrange my students every week. I have a magnetic board in the back of my classroom where I have each of their names and I try to strategically sometimes place them with a partner. Um, And sometimes it's just a random draw out of um, those names and I put them up on the board so every Monday morning they come in and they can see um, who their partner is for the week. Uh, we don't, I don't necessarily use peanut butter and jelly, a little more primary, but we use partner A or B or one or two um, in my classroom. Um, with that precision partnering, also um, we do, they each have a job to do. Um, I do a math talk, and so they each have a role or job that they're listening for or um, talking about with their partner. Um, they know they sit knees to knees. We've talked about that and that they're active listening. Um, so they're able to respond back to their partner, um, sometimes using a certain strategy that I have um, asked them to use, or they have strategies also um, up in the front of my classroom that they're able to use if they're lost for one to grab or a certain one that maybe matches that math skill or whatever skill we're talking about best. Um, so yeah, so sometimes I have certain questions for them with their partners and sometimes, um, or talking prompts, but sometimes they have um, some time to also um, talk about the things that they would like to talk about. Another thing with precision partnering, especially in, you know, first grade, something that we really practice and I really try and set them up for um, those good routines is just the use of four L's. The look at your partner, so your knees, knees to knees, your look, listen, lean, and low voice. So just setting up those good, those good behaviors for, um, for them is something that where we really focus on for quite a while. <laughs> And they feel too that even for the older kids now, I have to sometimes put it up on the board. What do I expect you to do? Because I can say it numerous times as they're sitting with their partner, um, but it's always good for them to be able to see it. Also, if they've 
they're lost during that um, math talk or that partner time, um, they can look, oh yeah, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm listening for this or I'm supposed to be responding yeah. with this. So lots of times I'll put it up on the board or on, a, um, on my slideshow or whatever it is so they remember what they're supposed to be oh. talking about. All right, and you guys were talking about um, how you have them um, sentence frames, and that plays a role, and I use that in my classroom too, and how those sentence frames then carry over into their writing, and I see that carry over into their writing, and so when they're um, answering a question, they can agree with that or disagree, and it carries over up in the fifth and sixth grade yep. in the writing classroom, yep. so that really plays a role in that part too. Um, since doing Dr. Feldman's um, training, um, you're, you're taking your teaching to another level and you're seeing more engagement in the classroom since this training, from what I'm understanding. Um, do you think there's more um, processing going on or an active listening um, because of your partnering? You know, I, I just feel like it's a higher level of thinking. Okay. Um, and my magic words are always, you know, oh, and turn to your partner and explain your thinking. So they actually have to think about, okay, what, you know, what do they want to say to their partner and then why? So it's, you know, it's kind of that Bloom's taxonomy, that higher level thinking, you're pushing them to go further. Okay. Absolutely. And um, to tack on to that, um, the students are engaged. They're in, at that point with their partner, they're in charge of their own learning. And that's part of being engaged in a classroom is that they're in charge of their learning. I'm not the one responsible for what they're getting from their partner, but they're the responsible one to listen back and forth and respond. And so them taking charge of their own learning is also um, an awesome thing about the precision partnering. partnering. Awesome. Well, thanks. So another question I have are, tell the audience about some other go-to strategy used to engage your students um, like during math, during reading, especially this time of year. Spring has sprung and the kids are pretty antsy. So what are some of your go-to strategies you use? I'm going to start out with um, that all of my students sit on the floor together. We don't sit in desks um, during this time. They do have a chance to sit during their free work time if they choose to, to sit in some of the flexible seating that we have, the options that we have. Um, but everybody sits on the floor all together for lesson time, for that precision partnering time, for that engaging time. Um, they sit together all on the floor, which gives me a chance to see where they're all at. We're all together. Um, I can monitor them a lot more closely. They can hear what other people are saying and I can hear what everyone is saying. And so I know that they're engaged or do I have to go over and I can quick um, kneel down mm -hmm. next to them and get them back on track other than me trying to circulate the whole classroom, trying to get them all back together. So. Um, I also do um, most of my teach, well, all of my teaching um, while the kids are sitting at the carpet or on the floor and with their precision partner. Um, you know, other strategies that I use, I, you know, besides that precision partnering and um, explaining their thinking, I do a lot of whole brain, especially at spring this time, but yes, a lot of whole brain, which includes just a lot of repetition, um, a lot of gestures, and just making sure that those kids are constantly moving and their, their minds are with you, so... Um, also, other strategies, I guess, that go along with that um, in the upper grades, um, we use whiteboards during math time. Um, Dr. Feldman's big push is everybody does everything. And so I can monitor that if everybody is doing it on their whiteboard, I can monitor that and I can make sure that they're all understanding or who do I need to go to um, 
for help. Um, other things we use in the upper classroom um, are call and response. So if I call out and they respond to me, I know that they're engaged with me um, or hand movements, clapping, whatever it might be that I can get their attention quickly to make sure that they're engaged with me. Yep. Can you give me an example of a call and response? Um, I can. Uh, I got to think one off the top of my head. We usually do chit chat and the kids respond back, splatter that. Um, we clap and they clap back to us. Um, we say shark bait and they say ooh ah uh, ah. Uh. And so there's lots of different um, strategies that you can use, lots of different call and response that you can um, do with that. I also have a like an electronic doorbell. I can push the button, it'll play a little jingle and they know that then that's time to come back together and um, with us, so. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, how about technology in the primary classroom? Do you use that to engage your students at um, all? I would use technology most to just enhance my lessons. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what we've talked about, you know, how can I, how can I make good use of technology to, to show, you know, either to solidify their learning or for them to show me their learning. So I really like to use um, Seesaw. It is um, a student digital portfolio. And Seesaw is great too. Um, just kind of, well, it's great for parent communication because parents can see what is in their students, their child's portfolio. And also it's a great way for me to check up on on learning so I use it as you know for assessment and and all sorts of different tools and ways for them to to show their learning okay. um, in the upper in the upper grades we use um, Google classroom that gets our so all of our students can be engaged in what we're teaching them um, we've used flip books we share documents so the kids are collaborating with one another they can share that document out to each other and they can all be typing on it at the same time they can collaborate um, we use IXL for differentiation for students. We can send out through Google Classroom then um, if kids are struggling with a certain subject or strategy um, they need, we can send out extra practice for them to do through um, IXL. And so the differentiation, we can do student response. We play Kahoot to review. Um, there's lots of different sites that also, Plickers, there's lots of different um, student response um, strategies that you can do with those. Um, sites like Padlet where every student can respond to a question you might have is also a way to get them engaged using technology um, so everybody gets a say in what, um, in what we're doing. Thank you, Jill and Amanda, for joining me today and talking about precision partnering and the strategies you use to engage your students in your classroom. That concludes this episode with Jill Harris and Amanda Jacobson from Richland Elementary. If you have any questions about what you heard today, please feel free to reach out to me by finding me on Facebook and Instagram at Good Vibes in 5. Signing off, your host, Tiffany Carlson.